We are not our name, we are not our race, we are not our sexuality, they're just experiences. We are consciousness, infinite awareness, having experience. What's up guys welcome back um, <laughs> i think i'm welcoming back myself after i think my last episode was seven months ago and to be honest this is totally random like i didn't plan anything i just came out of a meditation and i felt the need to you know what i think it's time to get back into the podcast business <laughs> like <laughs> talking about if i would be like a big one you know in the industry but i'm not but I just feel like sharing more of my experiences because, I don't know, I just love to talk about it. And maybe it's even beneficial for someone out there. I'm not sure. But I just came out of my meditation and I felt the need to talk about a specific topic, which I would say experienced in the last 28 years, experienced throughout my whole life. And more and more dots like i connect more and more dots in my life and realizing why i was like that and and i just have to say okay i just have to say like my mind is very over analyzing and i just love to dig deep into why i am like that because for a long long time i i believed that oh yeah that's just who i am and i took those labels of shy or whatever you know what i mean and i took those labels and i just believed them and at one point on my journey i started to question him is it really like that or is it just that people labeled me as that because that was their impression of mine and then i just never questioned it anymore so the topic i want to talk about today is the feminine and the masculine the yin and the yang and I'm not talking about genders. I'm talking about energies. And I'm pretty sure most of you are pretty familiar with this sign of a circle. And then you see those different... How do I explain that? <laughs> you see white and black. And then you see small dots. In the, a white dot in the black area. And a black dot in the white area. Right? If not, just Google yin and yang. Um, and I want to talk about that and my experience with that because I'm getting more and more into energies. It sounds a little bit woohoo, um, you know, like that kind of like magic, sh whatever. Um, but I really look at it not from a very spiritual perspective. Like I'm not looking at it as like, oh, I see a light. And then like I got connected with the universe and whatever. Like I've been through that stage, but... I see it more from a kind of chi traditional Chinese medicine perspective. You know, acupuncture, qigong, tai chi, all those kind of things. And since I'm in into qigong and since I'm reading a lot of books about cultivating male energy and stuff like that, where they talk about the balance between those two, I thought I'm going to share my experiences with that because... I definitely went through some different phases and I don't want to go way too far back 
in my life, but more and more things for me make sense. And I will definitely get back to that, why I got diagnosed with ADHD, why it was so hard for me to concentrate and why it was so hard for me to sit still in school and stuff like that. And this just popped up a few days ago. That's why I first want to get a little bit deeper into it to maybe understand it from a more neutral perspective and then to talk about it. But what I want to talk about is I would call it like, yeah, would call it like, I would say the last eight years. I'm 28 now. So when I turned 20, I started with working out. When I was 19, 20, I started to work out in a gym. And that was definitely something which helped me to explore my yang energy. Okay. Okay, before I go into that, I have to first explain a little bit the characteristics of both, if you're not familiar with it. So yin energy is the feminine energy. It's more It's more creative. It's not linear. It's like going crazy, you know? And yang energy is more linear. It's very structured. And that's why you mostly see that men are mostly very structured in what they're doing and then women they're very creative when you want to have new ideas when you want to have new impressions about something women are very good in that and men are very good in making plans and shit like that you know and i'm not saying that this is always the case but just from a you know the foundation or let's call it foundation it's mostly the same so to be honest i think just to give a little bit background i think what means I think I never felt really manly enough during my whole childhood and teenage years because I've only been raised up by my mother and I, I only have sisters so I was mostly with women and because my parents there they divorced like quite early um, and for sure that brought up like a lot of feminine energy into my life. So I was kind of missing out this very masculine kind of like, you know, counterpart towards my, like from my mom, from my mom. And so just to give you that as a background. Um, so when I, when I stepped into, when I stepped into training, like, yeah, when I was 20, like I explored, I experienced this very masculine energy within myself, you know, for the first time in my life, I think I felt, I felt like a man, you know what I mean? I felt like, shit, man, I'm getting stronger. I'm, I'm like, I'm looking good, you know, like I'm not that skinny, skinny guy anymore. Um, I'm building muscle, more women get interested, like all those kind of things. So it, this time in the gym definitely helped me to explore and experience the yang energy within myself mm. but like i said it's about the balance right so i really really went down like like i was working out crazy i was just doing 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 what is a very this is a correct uh, um this is a characteristics of the yang energy it's always about doing that's what we can see nowadays in society right it's always about achieving it's all about doing 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 and yin is very about receiving, like 
leaning back, tuning into yourself, turning inward. Yang is very outward. So I was so outward at that time in my life. I was working out so hard. Like I remember at the beginning, like I think I was in the gym for four or five hours. Like every fucking day after my apprenticeship, you know, like my work was done going into the gym. And then after a while, for sure, I was living this lifestyle. And my whole life was just about training. Like I was in relationships and if someone asked me like, so what would you say, your girlfriend or training? I always said training. And for sure, because I got so identified with this masculine energy that if someone would took away training, I would have been no one. And I didn't want to feel like I felt before I was training because it gave me strength. It gave me a good feeling. But what I didn't realize at that time was that like I never felt enough. I never felt strong enough. I never felt good looking enough. I never felt muscular enough. It was like a trap. Like I've, I've looked better than in my whole life. It was crazy. It was insane. Like I was ripped. I was built like my shoulders. They popped out. Like I was lifting weights, which I've never lifted before, but I was not happy. I was not fulfilled. And, and I was always like thriving for more. It was always about more, 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 more muscles, more strength, more ripped, more shredded, whatever, how you want to call it. Like it was insane. Like it was really insane. And and this is the thing, you know, like at this point in my life, I thought, okay, I have to achieve more. I have to achieve more. I have to achieve more. I have to achieve more because then I will be happy. Like I was looking in happiness. Like I was looking for happiness in muscle strength and validation because that's what happened, right? Like you look good, you get validation from others, like People pay attention towards you. Women pay attention towards you. So you have to maintain that, right? You have to maintain that physical body and whatever that you get that validation. Because I think I was a very broken human being um, when I was a kid and when I was a teenager. So I did everything to not get back there. So working out and really feeding that yang energy, you know, like doing, 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 definitely created a very, very unhealthy balance within my life because it was all about doing, you know, it was all about doing. And I went through different phases, you know, like I became a personal trainer, I became a sports and fitness health coach and stuff like that during that time. Um, and I was really into it. Like I loved it, you know, and then I looking at it now, I could slowly see my, like there was a change from really bodybuilding. Like I was going crazy into bodybuilding. It was like killing myself every day in the gym, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing. Like it slowly turned into more, like then it turned into powerlifting. I went crazy on powerlifting. Like I went crazy lifting heavy weights, you know, because I could feel like I couldn't build more muscles anymore. So, okay, then let's go into strength. So I switched that topic, right? 
And then from strength, like I, at one point I just turned more into mobility, into movement. And these were just different like shifts, you know, in interest. And I think I'm really, really grateful for that time because that definitely helped me to build my expertise in, in fitness and health, you know. And to have a very overall holistic, not a holistic, maybe not at that time, but it definitely helped me to now look at body, mind and spirit as a, in a very holistic way. So what happened? Um, you know, I went through all those different kind of phases. And for sure, when you're in an apprenticeship, you know what I mean? Like you have a lot of time. You know, I was working I was working in a gym so I could eat whenever I wanted to. I could eat all my meals. But after the apprenticeship, I think it was I was twenty five at that time. So I was working out a lot, you know, like for five years already, and I think I was twenty five or twenty six, I'm not sure anymore, but I got a job offer. So I moved to another place. And then reality kicks in, right? You're not in an apprenticeship anymore. Um, you have to take care about like all those responsibilities, you know, like I was living by myself. So at that time, and the job was kind of like, I think I was, it was not a hard job, but for sure it was definitely some, it was definitely, it was completely different from, it was completely different from working in a gym because now I turned, I was working for one of the biggest franchise systems um, when it comes to gym in Germany and I was their sports manager and what happened there was I was in the office you know like I had to program different workouts for sure I went out to kind of give workshops and stuff like that for all the different franchise partners and their trainers but it was just completely different and for sure it's like it was definitely a shift in my life where I felt like, oh, fuck, like, where's my motivation, you know? And then it's slowly, like, this yang approach towards training slowly turned towards business and success. And so I turned into that direction, but with a very yang approach. It was always like, I have to do this, I have to do that, and I have to do this. So from that point, after doing that, I moved to Dubai and I think that was the peak of my of my Yang experience, to be honest. That was definitely the peak, like, because I was working as a personal trainer, so I went back into, you know, like, one-on-one -on -one coaching, one-on-two group trainings, and I just loved it, to be honest. It was amazing. It was an awesome opportunity for me, first of all, to learn English. The second thing, to to get back into my passion of helping people to be more efficient and to get to know their bodies better and their movements and whatever. And then for sure it was Dubai, you know what I mean? At that time, like, you know, I like that fancy lifestyle, you know, like, like having fancy clothes and like people were looking up at me, you know, like back in the days, like from my hometown, Oh, now he's in Dubai. Like every time I visited Germany, they were like, no, you made it, you know, but it never felt like I made it, you know, like, like I already told you, like, when I was like, already looking like so good, my physical shape was amazing, but it was not enough. There was always more. And I was in Dubai and 
I was working for a company there as a personal trainer and I got mentored by the boss of this company, which I'm really grateful for um, because he definitely helped me to turn more inward. Um, in a way at the beginning, which was also a very yang approach, but it definitely helped me, I think. Like, I think it was an experience which helped me to move into my spiritual journey, let's say like that. So I was living in Dubai and I was working my ass off. Like I was working at the beginning, I was working seven days per week. And I was working, I would call, like I would say with my, with the hours on the streets, like driving from one client to, to the other, I'm pretty sure it was like, yeah, like, like 10 to 12 hours. I sometimes came back home at 12 p.m. and shit like that. And waking up again, like having the first client at 5.30 in the morning. It was a crazy time. Um, I don't want to complain, like really not. It was my choice. And I'm grateful for that time because I definitely... I definitely experienced like, fuck man, like you're killing it. You know what I mean? But this is the thing, like at one point you can't sustain that. Like I was doing that for half of a year. Like I was working my ass off. Like I think my... my Biggest peak was 140 hours of personal training in a month. And I'm not talking about the time on the streets and stuff like that. It was 140 hours, like, only personal training. For sure. You know, I was like, I wanted to have money and stuff like that. I was, I was, yeah, I was driving for money. Like, I wanted to have a lot of money and because I thought it would make me happy and that I can buy more clothes and that people would look up at me like, wow, and this and that. Um, but it, it, looking at it now, whatever I went through, if it was the bodybuilding, the powerlifting, the business, the success, the money, it, it always felt like that there was a hole I wanted to kind of like fill up, you know what I mean? But it, it was never enough. There was always more. It was never full. Like it was not that I was like fixing that hole. It, it was fixed for few days but then it was empty again I felt empty and okay then I was in Dubai like I told you um and I was working out and and my mindset changed to be honest um and I definitely became I think I was not following my values anymore at one point that's why when I started questioning myself you know at one point I just started questioning I was like bro like are you really happy like is is like because my like, my mindset was, okay, you want to be become really successful. Like, you just want to make a shitload of money and, like, living that crazy badass lifestyle. Like, I was going crazy about that. Like, like really. I, for me, it was all about money. You know, I was like, okay, you know what? Like, once in my, in my life, I want to make 500K per month. You know, like, but it was all about that money. It was, I was not thinking about, like, okay, but it, it's, it could be possible, but... To sustain that, right, um, you have to do something what you love. And for sure, I love personal training. But at the end, like, if you work, like, 12 hours per day or 14 hours per day, like, at one point, you just don't like it anymore. It becomes more like a, I have to do it, you know. The passion is slowly going away. And that was the point when I started questioning my life, like, definitely. Um, I, 
like I got a new client and she was into spirituality. And then, you know, I was more, I was like the student, like when we, when we were working out at the beginning, like, you know, she kind of like pointed out some things and I was like, I was getting super interested into it. Like, I was like, fuck, like, like, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. Because she was struggling with a lot of things, um, like physical things. That's why I was there to help her to go through that time. But it seemed that she was like, it, she, it seemed that she found a way to even diminish the whole hole, you know, that there wasn't a hole anymore. And she kind of like, I don't know, she just brought up something inside of me, which is like, wow, like there's something, there's something more than just making money and wearing fancy clothes because that's what I already had and I wasn't happy. So, so does more money or more clothes really make me happy? Like, can I multiply happiness? I don't like, I was questioning that, you know, and then, <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, she, like, she invited me to Vedanta, like, like Hinduism classes, you know, like, and stuff like that. She, like, she bought, she, she gave me a book from Sadhguru, um, and I was reading it and I was like getting into it and I was getting more, I felt more happiness in my life somehow because I stepped away from working too much. I took a day off and I did the things I loved. I look, looked at the things differently. And there was always like those glimpses where I was like sometimes driving in my, in the smallest car you can ever imagine in Dubai, you know, like having all those fancy clothes, but driving the, the cheapest car, which I could get from the rental. Um, and I was sitting there and I was listening to music and I think I got in touch with something that I just started crying. I just started crying and not, not because I was fucked up or it's just because for the first time I felt happy in my life, you know, like not like those fulfilled desires, like, like fulfilling my satisfactions. Like there, it was just coming out from, from the inside, you know, like before it was mostly that I was like, I was getting happy from an external upon, um, from an external thing. And that was the first time that I felt that this happiness came from within. And that's when I started questioning my, like not my path, but this, the things I was doing at that time. And then for sure, like I planned, okay, I, I just make it a little bit like, I, I make it a little bit shorter, but at one point I was just like, okay, fuck, like I'm not happy anymore. So it took me a while. It took me really a while. Um, my values changed. And... Because summertime in Dubai is, there are not a lot of people because it's way too hot. So I took two months off, went one month to Bali. And for sure, maybe some of you guys still remember my first time in Bali. It was 2018. It was crazy. I was doing all that breathwork shit. I was doing yoga. I was doing all kind of things. I was totally like, I was living the Bali bubble life, you know? And I met so many people like, people who are not living with like who are living without any money and like people who were just happy without having anything like living it was just for me insane to be like I was just like what like what is that because I just saw that 
lifestyle what people had in Dubai, right? And then I went there and I was like, I was completely blown away. So I went back to Germany for my second month holiday, visit my dad and my family. And at one point I was just like, okay, you have to quit your job. And that's when I slowly felt like stepping out of that yang energy. Because it was always about driving, driving, driving. But I was never happy. And then there was like this shift, you know. Like there was this shift of like turning more into a neutral space. And then I was like, okay, fuck, I have to quit my job. So I quit my job. I quit my job. Um, I was like, because in Dubai you can't call through WhatsApp or Skype. So I had to send him my boss a voice note. So I sent him a voice note and I told him like that I feel that my my path is going different in a different direction and he was completely like he completely understood it what i really appreciate um thank you for that um and yeah i just i quit my job and three days later i was like fuck man what have you done because for sure you know like i was so used to that lifestyle and stuff like that that it was hard but then i was like okay fuck it so i went to india i went to Sadhguru's ashram i was volunteering there for one month after that, I went to Sri Lanka to volunteer the yoga retreat. Then I went into a Buddhist monastery for one month, completely without, like, completely isolated over Christmas and over Christmas and New Year. Then I went back to to Bali. Um, I was doing fasting. I tried all that kind of shit. I just do it forward, and then I get back to it. But I went to Sri Lanka again. I had some different experiences, you know. Um, all kind of experiences of bliss, like like I was going through shit, like I was really going through up and downs. Like I was, I had moments in my life where I was like, "Fuck, like what have you done? Like is it like that's it? Like this is the path, the spiritual path to become happy? Like really, I have to suffer that much?" And I was, there was still a time in my life where you know, I was at the beginning. You know, I thought I already figured out everything, but I didn't. And I had to go through those times, looking at it right now, you know, from, from a perspective right now. And, yeah, like, that's that was definitely when I slowly turned from a very yang approach into a very yin approach. It took me a while because I was still doing a lot of things, you know. I was still pushing through, doing my workouts, my yoga, waking up 3.30 in the morning, doing all those things. It was a very, it was still a very yang approach into my life. But at one point, it shifted because I got more and more in touch with my intuition. Um, and that's, that's one characteristic of the yin, the feminine energy is, it's very intuitive. It's not a lot about thinking. It's about like, not, and I would not say feeling too, because feeling and emotions are also a result of thinking, right? And I would get back to that because that became a big trap like a few weeks ago. Um, because it's more an intuition. It's a knowing within you. Like I call it the inner guidance, your inner Google Maps, which leads you toward where your heart goes. And... I got, it, I got in touch with that the first time when I quit my job. I, f I just felt I have to do it, you know. So to get back to um, going from Bali back to Sri Lanka, back to Bali, traveling with my dad, and then going back to Germany, 
a lot of things happened there, you know, like I had a lot of like big realizations um, about that I never really took responsibility in my life. Um, I always was dependent on different things. I always was dependent on my parents, kind of, not financially, but I always saw them as a safety pillow. And I, I just felt like, okay, fuck, man, you have to step out of that. You have to take responsibility for your own life. Otherwise, you will never live the life you want to live. And that's when I slowly become more in touch with my intuition, my feminine. Like, there was something which was driving me towards things and experiences which which was not very yang. I was really intuitive. I was, like, listening to this inner voice. I was listening to that guidance within myself. But I would say this was still not the top. Um, so I was in Germany. And because still I have to figure out shit, right? Because of it's Germany and then you have the paperwork and shit like that. And what should I do? Like, um, at one point I just knew, okay, like, I would love to become a yoga teacher. And back in the days when I was in Bali, I made, I had a class with Megan Curry. And she represents for me a very feminine kind of yoga like, it's very flowy, like, intuitively and, like, very juicy. And I don't know why, but I felt like, okay, fuck, I have to, I have to do a yoga, I have to do my yoga teacher training with her. That's the only thing. But I didn't have any money. So I kind of, like, somehow, I worked my ass off. I kind of, like, got the money together and I went to Bali. And I think that's when I really, really, really got in touch with my feminine. Um... I went back to Bali in October to do my yin yoga teacher training. To do my yoga teacher training, not my yin. And because, like, there were 40 women in that teacher training and two men. And because her teacher, like, her, her, her approach is very feminine. Like, I could feel that I was really, really tuning into my feminine, into my intuition. You know, like, I was really soaked up by my feminine and the thing is people like that especially women like and I'm not talking about sexual like I'm talking about like I got really good along with women because I was very intuitively I was writing poetry and and I still love it like don't get me wrong but I was writing poetry I was expressing myself in a very poetic way not because I I just wanted to but it's it was just very intuitively you know so my nature really like changed from a very yang like doing 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 like i'm the king like oh yeah you know like oh yeah like being very like you know manly into a very like feminine approach where i explored myself in a very like i explored myself in a way i've never explored myself and it was a very nice feeling because i got so out of touch with it that for the first time, I felt like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm connecting with something I've not connected, like, for quite a while. So I turned, yeah, like, I was at the teacher training, and, and it was definitely very intuitively, you know. It was very feminine, and it was very empowering. And then, for sure, you know, like, I, I was in Bali, and I had to make a living. Um, so I turned into photography and videography, which I already did before, but... I was filming for I was filming for Dylan Werner and then another thing for Megan Curry. Um 
and then for yin yoga teacher training. So to just wrap it up, like I turned so much into my feminine that it was so hard for me to do shit. It was so hard for me to do shit, to get shit on paper, like to do things because I was so intuitively, like intuitively, like, and now I get back to that intuition is not feelings. And this is just my experience and what I've experienced, like and what I've learned from my own experience is that every time I not felt like doing things, I told myself, yeah, okay, listen to your intuition. If you're not feeling it, then don't do it. But it was just that I was just getting lazy, you know, like I was just like, okay, you know what? I don't like to do that right now. Okay, like that's my intuition telling me like, okay, I don't like that. Like you should not do that. And I was listening to that. So it was very hard for me to get a, to get back into a structure to do things, you know, because I got so absorbed by myself being identified, you know, still the ego, like being identified with that feminine energy of mine that I thought I, oh, that's like now I found myself. Like that's who I am, you know, like I'm very intuitively. But at the end I wasn't really happy because I couldn't do shit. And that when I, like, at one point, I would say in the last two weeks, like, like I just realized that, that, that I identified so much with that poetic, like, intuitively, like, very soft kind of, like, mine. Because for sure, here in Bali, like, you know, a lot of people are like that. And, like, you get like, like, if you're like that, you know, oh, wow, like, he's very sensitive, this guy, you know what I mean? And I think, I think, I was so out of balance into the other direction, you know, like before I was totally into my yang and then I turned totally into my yin, like so much, like, like I would not say that I felt like a woman, but I some I just you know like I was very sen like sensible like it was insane, and I'm not saying that this is a wrong thing. I believe that man should cry, man should show the emotions, man should talk about the emotions and feelings. Don't get me wrong, we should not suppress that as the man as a man, definitely not. But I just from my own experience, like I was re I was crying so much, I was crying, <sighs> you know, I was losing myself in my emotions and feelings, you know. And shit like that. Like, I was expressing that a lot. And also, I was expressing that a lot to my girlfriend. And which I really appreciated. Which I really appreciate because she was... She was accepting me for who I was. You know what I mean? And I I just... It was so interesting. She was. She once said to me... When we, were, when we were talking about our relationship. It was like... You know, there will be times where we're going to change. Like, as a person. You know? It's just, it's just happening. We're all changing. But this is like, you know, we committed to be there for each other. How are we going to change? Like, and I just, I just, I have to say, like, I'm so grateful for her for going through this time of my life with me and to be there and supporting me and to not be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Are you not a man? Like. She, she really empowered me, like, to, to, to go through that phase, you know? And we had a talk the other day where we were talking about it. And, and I explained to her that 
that I really got soaked up by this feminine identity, which I loved, you know what I mean? I just loved it. Because I think especially for women, like, what's very rare these days is that there are very sensible men, you know what I mean? Like, but I never realized that it, like, the feminine energy is a characteristics of, is a characteristic of who you are. You are not just feminine, you know what I mean? Like, you're not just soft. Like, there's always a counterpart. That's dualism. That's why we have yin and yang. Like, you're not just soft all the time, you know what I mean? As a man and as a woman. Like, that's why you have, like, being tough and then you're soft, you know? But I was just living on that one side. Before, I was living on that yang side. And I was living on that yin side. And I was just getting so... Like, this is the thing. The same shit what happened few years ago with like getting trapped by identifying with that yang energy because it gave me happiness i now identify with that feminine energy with that very soft and receiving energy to be happy but at one point you know like it went all back to like i'm not really happy and then I turned, like, you know, I went, I did my yin yoga teacher training and I went into Qigong. I was reading a lot about the different energies, the char- characteristics of them and how they express themselves in the body and in, a, in the male body and the female body. And it's just interesting to see that I thought that I am this, you know what I mean? Like, I think my ego just looked for another thing to identify with. And yeah, since I also did a lot of work um, and I was listening to a lot of Rupert Spira's work where he's talking about that we are the ever-present eye behind all kind of experiences, you know, and experiencing this energy, experiencing different thoughts, experiencing whatever you want to experience, that's not who I am. And I think that definitely I started questioning like, fuck, man, you got really trapped by this feminine energy. And I'm not saying that this is something negative. I'm really not saying that, fuck, man, like, shit, you know? Like, no, like, I'm super grateful for it. And it's so interesting. I was listening to Paul Sheik the other day. He's a very cool guy. Um, If someone is interested in a very holistic approach of fitness, a healthy lifestyle, nutrition, check out Paul Sheik. Paul and then S-H-E-K. And he was saying, like, Before you become a man, you have to become a woman. And when I heard that, I was like, fuck, man, like, like, I really became a woman. And I'm not, I'm not meaning like that there's something wrong with that. Like, really not, you know, but I just got so trapped by, again, this oh yeah, I'm happy when I'm like this because I get validation from outside, you know? I just got so trapped by that that I was not realizing that it was just another prison I was living in. And the reason I'm sharing this with you because for a few weeks now, I just experienced that the yin and the yang, those energies, they are not just like, oh, now you're yin and then now you're yang. They're expressing themselves like so individually and differently like throughout the day you know yesterday for example like i did nothing like do you know that when you're like on scrolling on youtube or whatever netflix 
and you ch- it seems you can't like even find one movie you want to watch. It's just scrolling through. And then you watch one movie or you watch one YouTube video and then you jump to the next one and then you jump to the next one. You jump. It seems that you're not, you can't rest. You, you're so restless. And I could feel that yesterday my yang energy was very like active, you know, like. And what I experience right now and what I experience for myself and what I'm getting more and more into is a way for me to experience those energies, to look at them, and then to find a way to find this balance within those two. And then to even actually access the the energy I want because I need it. Because coming from Taoism and looking at cultivating energies, like it's possible. For sure, it's a journey, right? But it's something I'm really interested in because if I have to get shit done, for sure I'm stepping into my yang. But then to counterbalance and to find balance again, I have to get back into my yin. But first I have to become aware, like when does those kind of like energies show up in my life, in my daily life? And and this is definitely the phase I'm going through right now. So the reason I'm sharing this whole thing about yin and yang in my experiences is to just, especially for men and for women for sure, but I'm, I think I'm also talking a lot to the males like out there that it's okay to go through different phases. And just because you feel like crying or you are emotional or whatever, doesn't mean that you're not man enough. Like, we are more than just this body. And just because we have a dick doesn't mean that we're just man. You know what I mean? And because society, like, pinpoints man or, like, shows man in a very yang way these days, I think it's definitely hard for for man to express their emotions and feelings, you know, towards their girlfriends, towards their family or whatever. And then we suppress, we suppress, we suppress, and then we store that shit, you know. And and I think I'm not talking about that. You should always, like, express your emotions and feelings. But if there's really something that that bothers you, you would love to talk with your girlfriend or whatever, like, you should definitely, like, talk about it. And this is the thing. Like, at one point in my life, I thought... It's, it's weak. It's being a pussy to talk about my emotions, to cry in front of my girlfriend, to show and tell her how I really feel. But at one point, I just realized that it's really like, this is, it's the complete opposite. Like you're a fucking man if you have the courage to show up like how you feel in that moment right now. To cry in front of your girlfriend is nothing like weak. This is like strong. This is like fucking strong. Like this is like, for me, to be honest, I gained so much self-confidence by ex- like experiencing the feminine and like stepping into my feminine and experiencing it and expressing it towards people, towards my family, my dad, my mom, my girlfriend, my friends, that I really gained self-confidence just to be myself. Because to simply be myself means that that I just allow everything to arise. I'm not saying that I should identify with that, but I'm allowing everything to arise. And if that's an emotion which is very painful and which is very emotional and which is very sensible, then I'm expressing that. And if someone doesn't like it, then okay. Like, I'm not sure, like, if you like me then as who I am or if you just like the picture you draw of me, like, like you know what I mean? It's just like something I wanted to share with you guys to actually... 
empower you, encourage you to go through those different kind of phases you're going through. I'm not saying that you have to go through the same phases like I did, but I'm just saying like not allowing yourself to experience different kind of things creates resistance. And that definitely blocks you from creating flow into in, in your life. And and just by being yourself, you know what I mean? You can be manly. You can be like, you know what? Like, that's just what I feel. Like, fuck, man, I want to work out. I want to be like very like, you know, like doing doing shit. And But then you can also be soft, you know? You just allow yourself to be both. And what I do right now is like, I really experiment with those things. I'm getting into different practices to become aware of it, to balance it, to kind of find ways to tune into different kind of energies when I need them. And it's it's just insane. And I definitely, yeah, I definitely go more into that in the future. Um, and we'll talk about that because I just love that shit. It's just for me insane because we're more than we think, right? Like, first you think you're your body. Then you think you're your thoughts. And then you think, oh, I'm energy. And then you just realize, fuck, man, like, we are insane. Like, it's insane who we are. Like, it's just fucking awesome. And, yeah, like, I hope, may like, to be honest, I just love to share that shit. I just love it to talk about that because... Even for me, just talking about it right now, it's very reflective and gives me new perspectives, new, you know, ideas and stuff like that. And for sure, like, if it helps someone out there, like, I'm so happy. Like, I'm really, really happy to to help you out. And if you have questions or whatever, feel free to reach out, like, to everyone, if it's man or woman. Like, really. Like, I'm, I'm open to answer all your questions in the best way I can. And... Yeah, I just, this this episode was definitely a step out of my comfort zone because I was like, you know, postponing like recording podcasts um, episode, but I'm really grateful that I did that right now. And I know it's a little bit longer than I thought. It's 45 minutes, but yeah, that's just what I wanted to say. And thank you for listening. Um, create a beautiful day and I love you all guys. <laughs>